Well, hello again, friends and leaders. Welcome back to What Leaders Want. I'm your host, Jay Delling, and it's here that we peel the onion back on how leadership makes the world go around. Today's podcast is sponsored by Canadis 3, the experts in leadership development, coaching, and consulting. Canadis 3 develops people into leaders of people. And today, I am so excited. I have two very special guests on What Leaders Want. I now say hi to Rick and Ashley McKay, the leaders of Promo Depot, a company that provides promotional products, apparel, and printing services. Rick and Ashley, thanks for stopping by to talk about the impact leadership has in your space and to talk about leadership in general. Welcome, and it's uh, it's good to see you. Hello. Good to see you. All right. So it's all about the moon and the stars lining up that you two met in the workplace at Pizza Hut and have parlayed that into not only a great personal love story, a beautiful family, but also a great business. So tell us how that all happened. Well, knowing that there's a wife and a husband, there's always two sides to every story. (laughs) As there should be. I happened to be a part-time person there Got to work at Pizza Hut. I always knew I wanted to work in a corporate environment. And I went and I was standing by the elevator and this young man came and pushed the elevator button. And I took note. And then I went home and told my mother that I'd met my husband today. And she said, well, that's interesting. I said, yes, it is. And that's who it is right there. Little did I know that I was going to be her husband at that moment. I put a lot of pressure on you, didn't it? It did. All right, so tell me your side of it. Well, actually, she's right. Uh, Actually, I had already been working for the Pizza Corporation back in early 80s, and I believe she came in in 1983 or whatever. And, of course, um, we were always, you know, we were all young men that were working awful hard, but we played hard, and we just always noticed who the new people came in and who what they were all about and i think she was there a couple weeks and i started asking friends about who's this beautiful young lady that just came to work for us and whatnot and so yeah we kind of um had one of the what i call the corporation type relationships and uh where we would kind of date with other friends of ours from from pizza hut and next thing we knew that we really liked each other a lot and we just kind of uh, started uh, going down that road of getting more serious. That's oh, how we, that's how we met. That's so a great story, and obviously it parlayed into um, you leaving Pizza Hut, kind of parlaying that into the same space, if you will, promotional items into Promo Depot, and to take that you know that that family theme further. You have your two kids working for you today. Correct. Uh, let me back. Let me back up a little bit. And what happened? I'll try to make this as, as quick as I can because it is a it is a long story, but it is a good story. Um, Ashley was very instrumental in in uh, what she did at Pizza. She was in the meetings and conventions area, so she had a lot of power in type, uh, you know, putting big meetings together, flying on the corporate jet. So she had a lot of what I call high level people that she 
managed and took care of. And I was starting at the mo at the time a, a division within Pizza Hut that does what I do today. In other words, we had never had a promotional a organized promotional products division within Pizza Hut. So we did it within Pizza Hut with ourselves. And I had a department that did that. Ashley was very instrumental in because she was on the, like I said, the, the customer side. I was on the supplier side in Pizza Hut. And she would give us a lot of orders so that we could kind of start the business. So I really, I really owe it a lot to her that how she did that for to get my business cooking in within Pizza Hut. So what happened is we developed Promo Depot. We called it Promo Depot in Pizza Hut, and we developed it for about nine years. And we sold to ourselves, we sold to Taco Bell, we sold to Pizza Hut because we were all part of the same. We sold to Frito-Lay, we sold to uh, Pepsi, but we were selling to ourselves. In other words, we were an internal promotional products company. Uh, one thing I will tell you is that I thought we were doing very well because we had initiated like $9 million worth of revenue within our own company to do this. That's how much we bought from ourselves. And uh, what was really crazy is when I kind of went to a month, a, a, a year in, a, now, a, a year in financial plan with my, with my leaders, um, they told me, Rick, if, if you can't do 50 million in this thing within our company, we don't want it. So that parlayed us into saying, we're probably going to sell Promo Depot because we don't think it can get to 50 million. And they were right, but uh, I mean, that's an awful lot of shirts and an awful lot of coffee cups and we, you name it. So anyway, that's when I raised my hand. And of course, Ash and I were married at the time and we started talking about it and we, we started figuring out, gosh, is this really what we wanna to do to go from corporate America into entrepreneurship? But as it would be in uh, Pizza Hut, PepsiCo actually sold it to us, and that was in 1997, and we have done the very same thing since 1997 to today, which now that involves us into what we, we can talk more about that, but that, I don't think, Jay, that has been done within Pizza Hut ever since. It's a really unique situation. They would sell a division that they developed to, to, to a person. Well, speaking of unique, so Ashley, you've got your, you, you work side by side with your, your two kids. That's That's got to be exciting on one hand, and I don't know, maybe on the other end, it's like, okay, go out and play. I don't know. What, what's that like? No, it's actually a joy for me, I think, knowing that my kids are here and that we're able to help them have um, a future within this business, and they have their own contacts. Um, and so we continue to allow our, our company to grow through them. And as I was pointing out, we've got our grandchild here two days a week, and we do love that so much as we're bringing in another generation as we'll just continue to grow and also make sure the kids understand work-life balance isn't always just work and home. It, it blends together and we've always blended together. Our kids grew up in this business they grew up at the dinner table hearing about this business and learning about it. And they were very much um, always involved, whether we were 
packing up kits that went out to a, you know 1200 restaurants or they've worked here since they were you know five years old and hopefully child labor laws uh won't ever <laughs> i was gonna that. say yeah well oh, they definitely we'll, we'll move right by that one yes but uh you're, you're starting the grandson um okay. well he's working there two days two or three days a week i guess right all right so, so i always say businesses don't do business with businesses they do business with people so what is it about promo depot that attracts big and small companies to do business with you i think multiple locations is where we are extremely successful so um you're correct in that, that they do it with individuals. And so our relationships get us into these companies where we're able to create programs for them. And then they put that down into their restaurant base, into their employee base. And so, um, for instance, we would go into a company and we would show them the different elements that we can help them with. And company store is one piece of what we do. Um, and then that's the relationship that you have. And then when they implement that across their entire employee base, then you have 900 employees going in and using that portal and helping them be able to recognize their employees as well as being able to do those small things. And as Rick has said, uh, the print collateral, the uniform collateral, um, but we definitely expanded past that as we currently service all states in 140 countries. And so we are a small company in Kansas that has a very big big imprint in many different ways. So we, we learned of the term, the great resignation during the pandemic, right? Many employees, they're, they're fed up with their current work culture. They, they want something better. They want something different. So how did Promo Depot respond to this sweeping theme across corporate America when it, when it applies to the great resignation? How, how did you how did you circle around that? Rick, you want to answer um, the first part of that, and then maybe I'll take the second. Yeah, I, I tell you what, what I, uh, I remember that coming on very, very strong and uh, being a little bit nervous about it because one thing we do have, Jay, is we have tremendous tenure. I mean, I still have, believe it or not, the third employee that I hired is still with me, so he's been with me all but two of the years, which is over 20, 20, it's almost 25 years. And then we have others that are 12 and 15. Uh, and Ashley, even though I'm gonna talk about this, Ashley has done an incredible job with the culture of our business and making sure the employees are appreciated and making sure that they have a great work environment, making sure that if, you know what, if you've got to leave for something to do with your kids events or maybe just a doctor's appointment we're very very supportive of that so what we tried to do is especially during that time when everybody was leaving we found out that we had a pretty good model and uh and i don't believe we've had anybody leave from that time and to be honest we've actually uh i want to kind of swing into this this other side of COVID, we have actually hired a couple of really great people that uh, that have been brought to our organization, and they have both said that they. And this is what I love to hear, Jay. I say, so tell me what you like about about our company so far. 
and both of them just said, Rick, everybody is so nice. Hmm. You know, they didn't say, hey, the work is great. The, the, we love logo and products. Everybody is so nice. And, and to me, that's that's what keeps people working for you every day and coming to work. Ashley, kind of kind of play off that a little bit. I talk about leadership all the time about good leaders. They they create an environment that's positive and productive for our employees to work in. And it sounds like that's what's going on at Promo Depot. Um, we we definitely um, put that out there. I, I will tell you that I don't I would I would love to join any one of my employees for dinner. Um, there's not any we don't have bad eggs like I like every single person here. Um, and I don't think everybody can say that about a staff and our staffs right around 20 people. Um, I don't know if they want to go to dinner with me, but I want to go to dinner with them. But, well, if you're paying, I'd, I I bet they'd love that. <laughs> But um, the, uh, where we kind of took that culture that we liked to incorporate into Promo Depot, and we kind of put it into our uh, the base of our software, where we're able to now share that with companies. And it's called our props program. And so it's people recognizing other people. And so when people sign up with Promo Depot, you're not just signing up again to have a company store with a t-shirt and a mug. We have a portal and a way for employees to recognize other employees. There's twofold to that. One is a supervisor role, which always has a little bit of cash that they can give out to people, $5 increments or $10 increments. Thanks for um, holding the door for that employee today. I noticed that you went out of your way to help another employee and they get a certificate that maybe says you're a rock star. Um, each corporation has four or five certificates that they can pick from and they get to be able to say you're an out of the box thinker or you're a rock star or um, just an attaboy. And these can be done both peer to peer and then also supervisor to peer. No matter when anybody sends one of those, it goes to their supervisor. So if somebody were to recognize you, Jay, it would then go to Susan and Susan would know that you got recognized because it's important for other people to know that you did a great job. And so whoever your leader is above you, it would be that person that would say that was great. Um, and it's a it's a nice way for us to be able to help employees recognize. And that goes into that culture. How do you keep people engaged? How do you help people um, feel better about their work environment by allowing them to to give out these compliments to each other, but also in a more professional way? At the end of the year, you can see um, exactly within your spreadsheet everything that you've been recognized and everything you have recognized. And so from a leadership standpoint, it's marvelous as you go in and you're giving out um, end of year bonuses or recognition or those reviews that happen. You know, these are what in our business we call affirmations. And it's exactly what you're talking about. I love talking about this because the other thing in our business we like to talk about, and that's discretionary effort. When we take the time to genuinely and authentically reach out to people and let let them know that they are doing a good job, it just it it energizes them. It, it there's there's chemicals in the brain that that take over. And it it and it just um, 
like I said, it gives them more energy. And do you know what they do for you? They will run through a brick wall for you. Yeah. And that's important. It is important. And so we've got companies that are 900 employees and they'll send out over 10,000 attaboys throughout one month. And every month they do that, and that's just running in their background. And again, I think where they're able to maximize that is when they can see all of those attaboys that go to a particular employee or that somebody really does do a good job. And it is definitely a way for employees to have a little more satisfaction in their in their role. Um, we do welcome gifts. We do birthday gifts. We do anniversary gifts as well. And when somebody um, joins the props program, they're able to do all of these things for their entire staff. That's great leadership. I love hearing about that. All right. Now we're going to take a little bit of break from talking about leadership. So we're at the point in the show where we get to know Rick and Ashley McKay. So I'm going to ask you a question or I'm going to ask you to pick between two things. There's no points awarded, no prizes earned. You get nothing. All right. <laughs> Are you ready, Team McKay? Let's go. Sure. All right, we're going to we're we're going to start off with Rick. Okay. We know Rick is a is passionate about about golf. All right. So, Rick, Pebble Beach or Augusta National? That's a very very tough question. And I I probably am going to Give you the reason what I'm going to say, Pebble Beach, uh, only because I love the water. I loved it. I believe it was, I'm trying to think, was it Bing Crosby? Who had that back Bing in the Crosby. Bing yep. Crosby. The clam it. bake. The clam, clam bake. bake. So I have huh? the history of watching that on TV growing up. Not that I didn't the Masters, but I think just the beautiful of the ocean and, uh, and to be honest, I was able to play Pebble Beach about 25 years ago with some of my customers and had some of the most memorable things happen that it would, I'd love to just go back and just honestly play that again. All right, now I'm jealous. All right, would you rather have the satisfaction of hitting the green at the iconic par 3 17th hole at TPC at Sawgrass or hitting the famous par 5 13th at Augusta National in two? I've always been a long ball hitter in my old days, especially with irons. I love to hit long irons. I'm going to say the 18th. All right. Jack Nicholas or Tiger Woods? Jack Nicholas. <laughs> All right. Would you rather make a hole in one or a double eagle? Hole in one. All right. What's your dream foursome? You and three others, dead or alive. Who are they? Wow. My dream foursome is. Ashton McKay, Maddie McKay, and Ryan McKay. Wow. You suck up. Family that was, made all the way. That's it. <laughs> what a suck up. <laughs> all right, Rick, I'm done with you. Ashley, it's your turn. All right. Would you rather swing dance or two-step? Oh, two-step every day. All right. 
Garth Brooks or George Strait? Garth Brooks. Reba McIntyre or Carrie Underwood? Carrie Underwood. New York City or Las Vegas? New York City. All right. I, I, I know you've been to Vegas several times, so we're going to stay on that theme. Best concert experience in Vegas for you? Oh, in, in Vegas? Yeah. Um, gosh. I have to repeat an answer, but Garth Brooks. Okay. All right. So I know your, I believe your birth state is West Virginia, correct? That's correct. All right. Do you remember what the nickname is for the state of West Virginia? Well, so depending on who would have might have named that, because I have, um, you know, a lot of family that probably have different nicknames for our beautiful state, but it is it is one of the most beautiful beautiful countries. Yes. Uh, in in view, and it, it's not a country, but the most beautiful country you could see mm -hmm. in regards to. Um, just the beautiful mountains and the trees and that's it that's um, that's what google says anyway it's the mountain state it's in it's in it's you incredible. did good i could tell you were searching no you did a great job. i was trying to do i do i talk about the moonshine no probably not oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right that's what we call getting to know rick and ashley again no prizes awarded no points. You get nothing and like it. Thanks for playing. All right, Rick and Ashley, back to the ranch. So every conversation I have on what leaders want will include the topic, my most impactful leadership moment or leadership period of time. So I know Promo Depot's most challenging time was during COVID-19. Tell us about how that impactful period unfolded for you and how you two led Promo Depot through it. You want me to start and then I let you finish or how you want to do it? Um, I, I guess I would just like to start and just say scared. Um, yeah. We were as scared as everybody else was because you didn't know. But we were also very, very fortunate that we had some customers that needed us to continue to provide for them. And so we were deemed essential. And that's where we were able to help so many of our customers continue to get merchandise into their employees' hands in order to be able to go back to work. And so we felt both um, scared, but also we felt like we were part of the solution for so many people. And it, you, you talk about um, Hallmark. So we were the only ones that they shut their whole distribution center down. So the only way that they could get anything into their employees hands to be able to feel safe to go back to work and so everybody was scared not just us the employees were scared how do I go back into um, a Walmart and set cars and not get sick and so you know we sent masks and gloves and sanitizer and um, and so that was I think we felt rewarded by being able to be part of a solution but also um, we felt good because we were able to help our employees continue to work we didn't have to furlough people we figured out a way to make everything work and, and we worked really hard and it was a stressful time. But we also developed our software where we now have our um, props program that companies again are able to use those tools now to be able to recognize their employees. Rick, add to that. 
Yeah, I I think uh, she, she's exactly right, and and that's that's what happened on a couple of our big clients. But I'd like to share what I really remember. Um, I mean, I do have a TV in my office, and I remember we were watching the you know news stations every day on which direction this was going to go, and it was just like yesterday that I remember one of the top aides within the country just saying very candidly and with a big smile that we are going to ask every restaurant in the United States to close. Well, I take care of almost 40,000 restaurants. And so that put a little knot in my stomach because I said, first of all, it wasn't so much about what was going to happen to Promo Depot is it was what was going to happen to my customers. Because I mean that you just can't close the doors of a Taco Bell or a Pizza Hut or a KFC and be able to withstand that very long. So, but parlaying what Ashley said, one of the things that we, we found out and it, it didn't happen overnight, but basically our customers, started calling us and saying, Rick, they're requiring us to have safe distance stickers. Can you do those for us? So we started doing stickers on the floor so people stood over six feet apart. Hey, Rick, I can't have anybody in my restaurant anymore. Can you get me some outdoor signage that says, can we uh, have these stalls that we park at and have drive up, carry out only? So what was funny is that you you think about those kind of things we're we have a very nice business and a good business and these my customers are very loyal but everybody needed the safety items so what happened what i why i thought it was our biggest leadership role is we were able to not only pivot to do something we had never done before and impact and implement that through our staff who had never sold that kind of stuff before. So we grew with that. But most of all, the reason I like it from the leadership, Ashley and I were able to go to our employees and, and say, hey, guys, we still got work, even though this looked very doomsday. We still have good work. So that's kind of that's a really good story. Collaboration, innovation and teamwork. That's that's what I hear you two talking about. And those are three great characteristics of leadership. So we live in, in a time of automation, right? When it comes to operating a business, sometimes automation is necessary and sometimes it can be so annoying, right? So talk about how you approach customer service at Promo Depot and how you coach and lead your teams to provide the best service possible. Rick, you're first. Well, I feel like I've always, uh, the 15 years I had with PepsiCo, the thing that I learned so very much, and this is why we came together as such a team back in those days, I tried to implement, I tried to implement that into our own business. And that is the customer is king. I know it's an old cliche, but, I've never let go of that, and I've always let my staff know that guys treat treat a treat a 
uh, a small business that comes in here that needs 10 shirts, the same as you would a Jay Delling who comes in here and buys $100,000 worth of product. And I said, the thing that, that we need them both, but both are important and both people, that's what they have to give us. That's what they have for us to do for them. And uh, so I feel like we, Ash and I have done a good job of saying, you can always err on taking care of the customer and we will always back you up. I like that. So Ashley, you're gonna be first on this one. So if Ashley McKay were to sit down today and have a discussion with Ashley McKay 30 years ago, what pearls of advice would you give her? I would suggest that take a few more days off to stop and, and relax a little bit more and appreciate what's around you. Um, I tend to get a little intense and I would like to be able to be, I wish I was more relaxed then as I can be today. And I think, um, although we always had our family time, I just wish we would have maybe um, slowed down a little bit more. Good insight. Rick, mm -hmm. your turn. I would say mine's really close to that, Jay, as well. Um, I definitely feel like I probably should have worried about the business a lot less than I have. Uh, I cared about it immensely. It's something I, as you can tell, I have always had a passion for and always loved to do and still do. I mean, I, I, I truly do have a product that is a feel good product to people and it's a recognition product to people. And I always said, you know, uh, on my tombstone, you're not going to really, I'm, you're not going to really say I added much to this world, except that I made people feel good with what they wore and what they got to put on. So, but I tell you what, people like this stuff. And uh, but to 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 change anything from back then would be to smell the roses a little more, yeah. try to uh, enjoy the ride a little more. Um, I think I'm very similar to, to what Ashley's saying. Just enjoy it more. Well, you both have the opportunity to be great influencers over your 20 plus um, employees, right? So those are the lessons you've learned. I think those are great lessons. I think we can all take um, some of what you just talked about. And it's very sage advice. And my advice to you is to uh, model that to your to your 20 employees. So Ashley and Rick, thanks so much for your time today, sharing your thoughts about leadership. It was truly an honor to to get to know you better. Our audience, I think, has a a, a greater insight into what leadership is all about, especially at a, a family-owned business. So friends, that's a wrap. We're going to put a bow on this episode of What Leaders Want. Today's podcast is sponsored by Canadis 3, the experts in leadership development, coaching, and consulting. Canadis 3 develops people into leaders of people. Until we meet again, remember if your actions inspire others to dream more, learn more, do more, and become more, you, my friends, are a leader. Bye now.